on this episode of Quantum Week, January 27th through February 2nd, 2002. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year, and we talk about movies and music and headlines and our stories, and we are in uh, late January 2002 with The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, the first one, and Break Your Neck by Buster Rhymes. Right. Uh, we want to thank some patrons up top. Don't we some new patrons? Is there a special patron you'd like to thank? Yes. Uh, Mr. Manny P. from Providence. Thank you, Manny P. That's how he wanted to be uh, known as. So no, yep. Thank you. Thanks. A nice donation. Very nice. Uh, also, uh, Tom, Paul, Melissa, Patrick, Kirk, thank you so much for being our uh, our new patrons. Yes, thank Recent you patrons. all. Yeah, pa- yeah. Good uptick in that lately, which I know, been it's been awesome. Um, and we actually have some uh, some fans who jumped in with the uh, the $50 a month. Uh, That's true. And we'll, we'll talk about that more in September, but uh, that's when their shows, I think, are going to roll. So, um, yeah, so yeah, the, thank you so much to everyone. It's been been huge. And this is the first time we've recorded since we did Madawaska, Jerry Callahan podcast, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. I know it feels probably like a, only a week to our, our audience, but we haven't taped in over in 15 days. So it's the first time I, I've seen you in 15 days. Yeah, great. And that's fine. Uh, do you feel now, now it's been we had a, we had a little battle on the last show with the Rosanna, um, which, by the way, you can listen to the Rosanna um, on. Pa- it is on Patreon, but it's, but it's free, free, right? It's, yeah. So you, you just need to go to the website. Yep. It's yeah. Quantum pa- Patreon. It's patreon.com slash quantum uh, dash week, I believe underscore week right? is it underscore yeah you would say dash. i always fuck that up yeah, uh underscore week but just search quantum week patreon you'll get there yeah and uh and you, you don't need to be a patron to hear no no, it's no like a it's half hour free-tier. and you kind of break down the song yeah do you um do you feel maybe you were a bit of a baby in retrospect doubling you, down you, oh, really? i got okay. a lot of people who were afraid of the backlash on twitter who then uh <laughs> messaged me personally saying that uh, you were being really bitchy about it that's but, not um, true at all the backlash no, it's true you had a lot of people, th- two people, three people, maybe three. Yeah, but right. but I don't think there was that much on the Twitter, like on live Twitter either. It wasn't that bad. Uh, some people agree with you, and uh, more I, people agree with you in the live Twitter than me, definitely. Yes, yeah. One, yeah. Once again, you. But I, not, I, I was not, not a lot. You, you think that I'd be buried? Uh, didn't quite happen. Well, I thought you should be buried. Well, that's fine. It's a different thing. You're, you're a crazy person. But the, most people, mm, I, mean, I think, in their hearts, they really believed. You know what I believed in that in that situation. But they just were. They were afraid to come clean. Word of the wise, Grano, never helps to never works when you take your ball and go home. You never you never win that way. I'm not looking to win. I was just not ready to have the conversation any further. Right. But actually, we've done a s- episode since then. That was that we, we a did a Patreon right, afterwards. A Patreon. And that was fine. But there are people who are not yeah. patrons. So and, um, we cleared it out. We have. Yeah. I, we I, did I, a long car ride. We did a long car ride. Yes. We saw two moose. Oh shit! We almost died. Well, I mean, once again, no. But the first <laughs> moose was really the first close. One was close. Pretty the second, close. The second one was like a deer across. Yeah, the road, it was. but it was a moose. But the other one was running parallel with us. It was crazy, and I've never, uh, I've never seen a moose. I've never seen a moose either, and. It's so fucking tall. It's such a mind fuck because like, you know, we're both, uh, you know, lived in New Hampshire a good chunk of our lives. Yeah. So you see a lot of deer. So, you know, you, it was also, you know, it's night. It was like nine o'clock at night. We're driving up, uh, you know, this abandoned road in Maine, middle of nowhere, Maine. Two hours on Route 11. It's, yeah. It's fucking nothing around. Nothing. And um, you see it and like your brain, like my brain was like, oh, it's a deer. But like, but it's like, no, it can't be. It's like the legs are taller than the deer would be. It's like spider legs. It's just such like a, it's such a weird image if you've never seen one. It just kind of, you know, it comes up on you like that. It was, it was wild. Very wild. And it was, um, I think the first one was more dusky. Yeah. It was just kind of, sun had just set. Yes. And so it was almost like a situation where your brain is playing tricks on you. I know. What is this thing? That's what it felt like. I was like, what the fuck? 
Um, yeah. So yeah, we, and Madawaska was, was successful. I think yep, it was I had good. a blast. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I mean, I was a little more, I had less of a blast, I think just because I was worried about the technological aspect of the show getting done and some of the other elements, but, uh, that and everything seemed to work and people seemed to have fun and I had fun on the show. It looked like Kirk so did, much so fun. Was everyone good. was great. Yeah. Every single person I met was awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, people yeah. couldn't have been friendlier and it was just, a uh, yeah, you know, drank all night, both nights. It was great. It was awesome. It was awesome. So much fun. It was so much fun. <laughs> and, then, and then, uh, Laura, uh, met me in Bangor and then we went up and we were at, uh, Machias port for a yeah. week. Oh, it's great. All right. You're in the ocean, just, you know, being on the ocean for a week. We got a house, uh, you know, Machai's was way, way, way up north. We got, we got a place up there right on, right on the, on the beach. It was great. It was, oh, it was perfect. Yeah. I wanted to trade places with you that week. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was awesome. These, these great beaches and there's no one up there, you know, it's, uh, and the people that are, are just so authentic. There's no bullshit. It don't, um, there's like, I guess the way to explain it is kind of the opposite. So then on Saturday we drove back, we got lunch in Portland and then like we're in some like hipster place yeah. getting, and I'm like thinking like, ah, oh, Everyone here is trying so hard, but we just spent the last week and no one, everyone just, I felt was, was just so normal, real. Just real. And it was like, yeah. it was, it was just like, I felt like it went from like heaven into hell in a way. It was yeah. just like, and I like Portland. Portland's great, but it was just like, I really loved how, yes, it sucked. There weren't a lot of great restaurants to go eat to eat at in um, where we were. And there were, you know, it's definitely a lot less quote unquote, I guess to do, I guess. But like, but we kept our days really busy. You know, it, yeah, it just, you couldn't go to like fancy restaurants at night, but, that's but other than peaceful. that, oh, it was great. And everyone yeah. you met was like a real authentic, good person. There was no, I felt like, you know, closer to Boston. It's more about like politics. It's more about like, I don't know, so much like, I don't know, or even being anxiety seen. in the air. Yeah. It's like none of that up there. Yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we're just living our lives. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I felt like I was in a time machine. I felt it was like 1988 again. It's great. Yeah. And now we're back doing this show. We are. Um, and then, oh, so so we're uh, next week we're back. Uh, we're gonna well first the Patreon show this week will be Black Hawk Down. Yep, just tomorrow. So if you're not already uh, a member and you you can be at five dollars a month, and you can uh, listen to us talk about Black Hawk Down. Uh, and then next week we are back with a guest, Jeff Nadu, who has uh, his Mafia podcast, The Sit Down, which is a very good podcast. He'll be joining us. Uh, we're gonna do uh, um oh my god uh, Bronx Tale Bronx Tale and we're gonna go nineteen ninety three do a Bronx Tale and right. then the uh, Patreon movie next week is really good uh, or really good really a big movie as well for Patreon Demolition Man oh yeah I mean I was Stallone and uh, Wesley Snipes yeah yeah Sandra Bullock too so oh, I, yeah, yeah. that's a pretty big a pretty big movie for a Patreon totally um, so we have uh, yeah we have some pretty big shows coming up definitely and this one we have Lord of the Rings we do should we get into that let's we'll do it all right um, I actually think this is a pretty damn good movie. Uh, a minus. I'm going to give this. I think it's um, it's actually better. I was I was actually going in thinking that I was it was going to get a little bit cringy, um, but I thought the pacing was really good. The shots are amazing. It was directed pretty well, and there's some there's some shit acting, but there's also some really good acting in this. Some really great actors uh, doing a good job, and I like the subject material. So of course I'm going to be drawn into that anyway. But I I really enjoyed seeing it again. What about you? I I figured you'd hate it. Yeah. So we might need to do this this segment differently. Oh. Um, okay. So let me kind of explain where I'm coming from. And then I, yeah. So, uh, this is not trash. Um, but having said that this, and I'm counting battlefield earth. I'm counting city of angels. I'm counting the bone collector. This was the most like chore like movie experience I've had doing this show. Oh, I was too bad. miserable the entire time. 
And I just don't get it. And okay, uh, the biggest comp I want to give is like Willow. Like we saw Willow. We did an episode now. I think it's one of the free ones. You can go listen to it. Like Willow is a poorly made movie. It's a shit movie. It's a shit movie, right? We both trash it. It's very similar in a lot of the themes as this. Some no, but like yeah, no, I know. I said you yeah. a surface. You got a fantasy, right? And you have like you know, little yep. people, and you have all sorts of stuff going on, right? Right. So from a surface level, it's pretty simple. And they actually think Willow was actually stealing a lot of the Lord of the Rings. They were oh, trying yeah. oh, to do like minor, you oh, know, fuck yeah, right. And there was a bad movie. Okay, yeah. So this is not a poorly made movie. No. Right? So I'm gonna I'll come out and say that. Have but it's not. It's a terrible experience for me. I don't. And understand I don't why. think I. And I don't either. I guess. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's why I might kind of. I might kind of need your help here. Might, uh, so like, this is a movie that most critics I respect enjoy or love. Um, it was nominated for best picture. Uh, we're going to, I know people are like, Oh, well, how can you talk about just this one movie? and Not all three. Well, it's pretty easy for me. Cause I've only seen just this one. Yeah. That, that, so, that's fine. And it's also yep. three hours. I'm sure there's enough stuff to cover. Right. Um, I also have seen the Hobbit, the first one of that series, which I had the same experience, just bored to tears. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, if people, if people, I, I've been asked before, like, oh, what is one thing that you like? Or you, one thing that you hate that everybody else likes? Yeah. And uh, for me, I, my answer always is Lord of the Ranks. Right. Um, yeah, because even the books, you tried and I you tried. My dad, loved, dad them, loves it. And he's like, he's like, yeah. you got to read these. I'm like, I, like this is awful. Um, but the books, I think the movie is more accessible than the books were. Uh, or at least that's how I saw it. And I love movies. Obviously, you know, obviously we do this show, but like I'm hopefully the audience agree or, or at least understands that I have a passion for movies. You do. You listen to like the shining episode or, or other episodes. Like I genuinely love movies. This movie to me, what I felt like was what it must feel like for people who don't like movies to watch movies. Hmm. I felt like there was a huge like uh, chasm between me and the, like the, what I was watching. Like, you know, I felt like I was like basically a million miles away from the TV. It, Every second of the movie, I want to be doing something else. I didn't uh, want to be sitting there. I felt like I had like no attention span. I I had to stop and start it four times. Like I was just like miserable. The what entire a shitty experience! Time. That, that sounds like awful. an absolute shitty experience. It was awful. It was it was hell. And it was like and I had seen this movie in the theaters when it came out. And I was really excited to see it because I had seen uh, Peter Jackson's early movie, The Frighteners. The Frighteners, right? Which is a movie I enjoy. I think it was really creative, really interesting. Yep. And my dad had talked about Lord of the Rings. My whole you know my whole childhood. It's so like oh my gosh. So having a good director, right? Do something I've been I've been hearing about my entire life. I went. I was really amped up to see this in the theaters. Like I went in like popcorn hand, ready to go. And like by the end of it, I couldn't keep my eyes open. <sighs> like I was just bored of tears. And I feel the same way about this as I do. Do you like Game of Thrones? Yep, I liked it. Okay, so I have the same feeling. Like yeah. I'm bored of tears. I don't care. I the closest comp I can give for our listeners, uh, something we've seen is Princess Mononoke. Like, I had the same feeling. Like, I'm just like bored. I don't care. I think I might like Mononoke. I don't know. I shouldn't say. I, I don't know. It's the same to me. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, I just don't. Let care. me ask you this: Are sure. you so? Is there any fantasy uh, literature or movies that you've ever seen that you've ever liked? I don't know. So okay, the closest comp I guess I can. I was. So I was yeah. rounding my head too. I'm like, right. all right. Well, I don't like Star Wars. I actually, I think the first Star Wars is quite good. Yep. And so I'm trying to think. Is my problem here that I, there's no humans to you know or whatever? There's no real thing to connect. There's no real world to yeah. connect to. Right? right. You have to like it's just fantasy shit. Yeah. You got to get in. You got to get into it. You have and to believe it, the. You have to believe the world. Yeah, I guess it's that. I think there's some of that for sure. Um, also, just how the characters are just like thrown at you, and just I just think it's just like it's just not. In my opinion, it's not. I know it's people can disagree. I understand. I'm, I'm taking kind of the minority side of this one, but like it's just not good storytelling. I understand this is one of the greatest stories a lot of people have, and this is one. You know, well, it's also hard to make this. Tolkien into the movie. is one of the great the, authors. The books are huge, dude. Yeah, like the the world is huge, and and actually 
I think the books drag because there's so much bluff, there's so much exposition, and then he even writes like three pages of songs, like elf songs and fucking dwarf songs. Yeah. Which most people, you know, if they're not lying to you, skip over because they're because it's like, okay, let's just get to what we're doing. So there's a lot more character development, a lot more description of the space. And Peter Jackson doesn't have that kind of time. Right. You know, he has to describe it's a it's a very difficult. This it's, is a extremely difficult movie to make. Even in three movies, you know, nine hours total, it's really hard to make these movies because the world is so big. There are so many factions. There are, I mean, how many? There are like fifteen main characters. Yes. In in this one, I think it only gets bigger. Um, so it's really hard to do, and I can understand. I can understand it, but the book the books do a better job with giving you backstories. But what and- this movie is to me, who doesn't have that same connection, or whatever, is it's just like it's like a twenty minute action sequence, and then there's like a like a three minute like you know five minute like whatever. It's not it's not even ex- it's not even like conversation. It's just like kind of like a journey, right? So they're like yeah. walking five minutes, and it's another twenty minute action sequence. Where they just barely escape, and then it's five minutes of them walking. They oh, they just they, they barely escape again. It's like this isn't. This isn't entertaining to me at all. This is boring and it's monotonous. It never ends. There are some cool visuals. I think the, the visuals pro- are pretty the fucking pro- awesome. I agree and disagree. I think the production, the um, the the site production. Yeah. So being on, I know they're in New Zealand. Yes, right. Of course. So, but it does feel like another world. Yeah. And you have snowy mountains, you have wood, you have some really cool uh, shots of that. I don't like the CGI elements. Now, obviously, no, I know, no, the, I know the orc it, stuff. I, that's, that's why I, I don't like can't. the CGI. Even like the, you'll have the, he'll put stuff in the background mm. to make it like a Celeste yeah. New Zealand, but I had never been to New Zealand. I'm guessing most people watching this haven't been either. So it's like, all right, I don't need that. Yeah. Like I don't need that like weird cloud in the distance. It can just be, but I even think the way the the caves were, were pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, but this also seems like they walk in this one place in this mine, I guess, or it's supposed to be mines, a tomb, and it's a mine, yeah. and they walk in this like this big room, and it's like all these like pillars. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and then Sam Gaines is like, well, that's an eyeful, but it's it's just like a shitty CGI thing. And you're like, well, not really, because it's yeah. all computers. Like we, no one, even back then, no one's like, oh, that's real. So it's not. You can't like I know you're pretending to be impressed by a green. Like I I can't. That's that's a that's a limb too far for me. Wait, isn't there any CGI that's impressive to you? Yeah, there was like uh. The um, Ian Holmes character, Bilbo Baggins, yep, of when he like becomes like a, a demon, yeah, like for a second, because yep. he like wants the ring. Yeah, it's a cool shot. And it's a really, it's a, and and like, but it was like, oh, they did a lot of that same shit with Frighteners. But I mean, more like a uh, worldscape though. Like, is there any CGI worlds that you like? Oh, CGI worlds. So I guess like so back to Star Wars. So like the Star Wars, I I do enjoy. But I, you know what, I was thinking to myself, you know what, like especially with the newer ones. I mean, we both grew up with Star Wars. It yeah. was a, like if you were not a child of the '80s, it's hard to. I don't know. It must be like, I'm sure younger kids maybe had the same thing with Harry Potter or even like this or whatever. Like for us, it was just all encompassing. Yeah. It, it actually ever- seems bigger than the movies ever were. Like the movies are two hours long or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. But and- like it, the way that it infiltrates your life is just, I mean, it was like, you know, unparalleled. like empire strikes back bed sheets. Like every, yes. you went and played, you went over your buddy's house. The first toys you broke out were probably Star Wars figures. Like yep. it was just like, I can't emphasize enough. It was everywhere. everywhere. It, and because of that, it's like part of my identity more than the movie. But like, so when I go to the movies and I'm excited, like you almost like get the edge of your seat, like your heart's racing and you're like, Oh my God, like, what's going to happen next? This is so exciting. Or you're moved to tears because I mean, so like I go all in emotionally. I, I remember I was thinking like I saw 1917 uh, in the theaters. Oh my the God. Last one I saw in the theaters. And then, like the first Crazy five experience. minutes I said to myself, you know, basically they kind of tell him the mission he has to go on. Right. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm all in like I, for whatever reason, this hits me. I'm yeah. all in. Yeah. And I was just like riveted the entire, I think it's the best military movie ever it's, made. It's an amazing. It's film. incredible. It's incredible. incredible. It's so yeah. well done. 
um, I was all in on this journey. And but Star Wars, like the last three, I know whatever people have. I don't want to litigate those, but like I've never, I don't think I've ever. It felt, didn't suck you in. Yeah, like I watched yeah. them because I'm like I enjoy those. I'm, it's probably nostalgia reasons alone. Of course. But like, I'm, I was never like once on the edge of my seat going, Oh my God, I don't really, I never, I never get that invested emotionally. So like, is there a fantasy? I honestly don't think so. What like, about supernatural horror then though? That's kind of an analog because you're still dealing with things that don't, I'm trying to figure out right. what part of this. And is I am too. So like the sixth sense, like we covered that in this show, right? So like, that's a movie that really moved me. I was moved to tears. Exactly. And there are ghosts. We see ghosts in there, which is a fantasy right. element. But the thing about those ghosts is like those ghosts for almost the entire movie are like scary. They're demons or whatever. Like they're, they, we don't, we don't, we're never asked to relate with the ghosts, right? That's right. Right. I mean, I know you are, but if you want spoilers, but we don't, well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But when you're on the journey of the movie, you don't think you are. Right. And then, you know, the most moving part of that movie and we talked about it quite a bit on the show was like that scene with uh Haley Jones and his mom oh, trying yeah. to collide and she's talking about the mother being proud of her yep. and like that's ultra relatable to everyone totally like i can't relate to i can't get emotionally hooked into this because there's nothing about this that there's such a distance there's nothing about that that is gonna move me emotionally you can't put yourself in their shoes because there's never this there would never be in this world You'd I don't never, even know if ever, I need to be in someone's shoes. I need at least to be like a human being, I think, or something, or yeah. just something to like hook to. Then it's never going to work because that's what fantasy is. It's just the unbelievable to a certain extent. I mean, the I, world I, is I mean, believable. I like some superhero stuff. Like I watch Superman, but like, but my favorite superhero is Batman. And like Batman is a is human. Yeah. Like I don't, I think there's a real like, eh, it just feels just like phony or I know obviously it is fantasy. It's a, you know, but, but like it just, it, there's like a, there's, it never, no, I and do enjoy Star Trek and some of those characters I can get emotionally invested in, but it's such a long journey with a TV show. I'm thinking more really Next is. Generation. That's really yeah, kind of what I grew up a, with. It's a great one. You know? Um, so like I can, you know, if something happened to Worf, he's the Klingon in Next Generation, if, you, if you're not familiar with that, like I would be sad, yeah. but I've also probably spent like hundreds of hours with him and he's interacting with other humans. So you do get sort of a balance there yes. where this, I know Aragon, uh, Viggo Mortensen, who's a great actor, uh, is, um, is a human, but he's really kind of not, he he's kind of superhuman. He's, he definitely has more strength. And he than might as well be another yeah. like elf orc person. Right. I mean, always well, been lived. He's alive for 90 years so far. He hasn't aged a lot. So yes, exactly. But I mean, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. he, he, whatever. It could be like, a, like, you know, what's and create a new thing called, you know, oh, I see. A, a, you know, a, a busted a buster rhymes uh whatever <laughs> sure something whatever you know uh some of the character or whatever and it's like oh all right yeah I, you know i can't connect I, I just can't connect to this to that i don't know it's it, it, everything just feels so removed. then there's there's really not much that we can do like because you're you're just not going to get invested in that world and i can like i can i can see that space and be like and i put myself there or, but what's or so i guess the flip of it is like what's good about like you must admit this is basically just like battle sequence there's I don't nothing, think so. There's nothing emotional happening. Well, no, Ian right? McKellen is, is uh, you see his emotional, you actually, you see a lot of people's emotional struggle against that ring against ultimate evil. You do. And McKellen does a great job. He is so good in this. He's very, he's, he is he's so good. good. Yeah, I, I, I think so. And you see the pull between him and that ring and like knowing uh, his frailty, like he's this big, powerful, um, um, wizard, but yet he knows that he does. He can't, if, if it's offered to him, he, he would take it. Like he sees that temptation there and you, you, you get that. Um, I think he's phenomenal. There's some great, really great acting. I don't mind the acting in this. I think some people are better than others. I think Ian Holm, uh, Chris Lee is great too. Eh. I fucking love him. It's just, it's just like, it's a one note. 
Well, he's a bad guy. I, I know, mean, but like, I need something more. I just can't be just a bad guy to be a bad guy. I don't like, think why? he is. Like, no, he's been sucked into the dark. He's basically know, Darth Vader. Darth, dark, dark thing. You're right. He gets sucked into the. It's just like I think. It, I think though, there's a weird thing with fantasy for me, and I think it is why it connects. And I'm not saying this movie. This movie made a show out of money. There's been oh many God, of yeah. them. It won. You know, the third one won the best picture. So I'm not putting this necessarily in this camp. But from a genre side, there is a weird. Some people who maybe are less on the social side do draw more to it. I think because things are so black and white. They need to escape, but movies are always about escape. It's not about just escape, though. People don't react. People who do not behave normally here. People who are just like bad or good. And I think people who maybe are lonely need that hook. Yeah. There's something there. I didn't see that. I think that there's definitely not pe- people who are not just good or just bad. There's nothing that Christopher Lee character is going to do that's good. Okay, so he's and one example, but the other characters are not like that at all. You see, I think there's nothing the Frodo is going to do that's bad. Okay, so he is. Yeah, so there's he, nothing Sam Gage is going to do that's bad. Okay, fine. It, 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 but, Bor- but Boromir is a conflicted character. Which one is that? I'm sorry. Uh, Boromir is the is Sean Bean's character. He's not though. He is a conflicted character. He's not. You know how that's gonna go. Like it, it's like it's like a paint by numbers. Like yeah, of course he's gonna like kind of be manipulated by the by the ring, and then he will then. You knew the second that happens, like all right, he's gonna then revert back to being good, and then he's gonna have a hero. He's gonna like die a hero's death. You know that he can't survive anymore because he he did something bad. It's almost like horror movie rules. Like all right, well. If the teenagers have sex, they're going to die. It's like, all right, well, if you kind of shitty about the ring to Elijah Wood, then you're going to die. But of course, he's going to die heroically. Like, all that shit is so... It's still conflicted. I mean, yeah. It's, I don't think it's very conflicted. I think that the ring also makes it so... You are... I think that's the problem with this, too, for me. is like, you are all good, you're all bad, unless the ring is there, and then you then become all bad. It's like, you no, know, like, just... I, I think it's a lot more interesting when people do are more there's more depth to humanity there there's no humanity in this and obviously i know we're talking about things that aren't human so i get that but like i think bilbo's got a lot of humanity too because you see him tortured over the course of that but i also know his backstory and that was was i know the hobbit stuff right and i don't really i know it's the movie i i honestly don't really remember but like i will say my favorite characters uh in this movie was probably bilbo yeah he does i think he's very good he is very good Uh, i think he's a very good actor anyway and then um i think that right i think the the depth of his character intrigued me. Yeah. But because he is a mostly good person that has been tainted now and you don't really know when he's going to lash out. And stuff. <sighs> yeah. But, the other hard part is I do. I know the scope. This is not fair for you because I know where this goes. Right. right All right. this goes. Right. And right. so I do see a character arc in a bunch of these people and I'm probably and maybe applying I'll, that to them. So maybe I'll enjoy, I have not seen there too. I'm guessing we'll hit them because these are huge, huge. movies. So maybe I'll enjoy this more, but, but we had to put ourselves in Obviously, I know you read the books. Yeah, anything, it's hard but, to. But like, imagine you're an audience member in 2002 that hasn't read these books. Like, we can only really judge this this movie on its own. Um, I just think it's a simple move. It's like simple, and it's 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 not. I don't want to say it's dumb. It's like not fair, but like it's simple. It's just like it's. I don't think it's dumb. Enough. Yeah, no, I think they have to explain a lot in a little amount. Of, you know, three hours is a long time, but they have to explain a lot in a little they amount do. of time. There's so many factions. You need the backstory. Actually, I think they do the backstory quite well in the beginning. The exposition in the beginning where they show you know, I don't know how many years of, of, uh, yeah, of history to, to catch us, to get us caught, caught right. up. He's, they, I didn't mind. I didn't like hate that. No, I was, I was miserable that but I, when I was watching rather. Yeah, but I just, I think, I think it was tremendously difficult to do. And I think he did a good job. Well, they, they I mean, to Peter Jackson's defense here, um, for years when we were growing up, yeah. uh, and my dad was a big fan of this. So he'd always be like, Oh, I wish they make a Lord of the Rings movie. But the, the, you know, if you ever read about it and it was always in like production, like remember throughout like the late eighties, early nineties, when I was 
midnights when I started getting into movies and reading magazine stuff. Yeah. You'd, you'd see like, oh, like, you know, so-and-so's attached to this. And then like, it would just drop off. Yeah. And then you'd have people be like, oh, like it's impossible to make. You, you can't, can't make do this. This, right. this movie can't be made. And obviously a lot of stuff was before CGI was even around. So people were like, oh, you can't do it because of this reason. Or it would have to be another cartoon again, like the late 70s right. one. Like you can't do it. So like, you know, Peter Jackson was like, is being tasked with doing the impossible here. And he pulled it off. You know, like he didn't pull it off for me, but it was wildly successful. Like I'm, I'm, I can't argue it's success. Yeah. And I also am not going to argue the quality of fit. Like there are bad, like Willow is a bad movie. It is. Willow is a bad movie, movie. That's a fantasy, but it's also just bad. Yes. This is a movie that you can tell was really cared for. And I really loved how they did it from a structure point of view, as far as like they shot all three movies at once, which is really smart. Yep. I give new line a shitload of credit for having the ball. Cause if this Dude. doesn't work, new line's done, done, done. Yeah. Cause it's, actually I was surprised at how little they assigned to this one. Cost wise. I said 93 million. But I imagine that all three... But it might as well be... It's all the same. Half a billion or something. It re- probably would. It's basically... That's where, like, this is so fucked up. But the budget for this one, honestly, it's not 93 million. It's really all three movies into one. I guess it really because is. Because if this doesn't work... You're fucked. You're fucked. You are it's fucked. It's over. And then... Can you imagine... It would have ended... It would have literally would have ended... And I knew it doesn't really exist anymore. It, been, it got bought out. But at that time, though... It Done. Was, it, was a, it was a rising studio, you know... It, it was all eggs in one basket. All eggs in one basket. Yeah. And, and they were putting all their eggs in a basket of someone who's never had a hit. That's what I was going to say. How are you... I thought it is mind-numbing to me that they, that they allowed Peter Jackson to make this movie. Well, I mean, it got into a bidding war or, you know, it got into like a pull, push and pull with, with Merrimax and it was a lot going on there. And, and, uh, and then, you know, it's obviously some backstory stuff with... Uh, Poor Ashley Judd and Mira Sorvino, you know, the Harvey Weinstein, you know, Peter sure. Jackson called up, said, Hey, should we use these actresses? And, and Harvey said, said no, no, they're both yeah. difficult. Right. When what happened was he just, they, uh, you know, he, another example of him, you know, sexually harassing these women yeah. and, and them, uh, you know, not going along with Harvey. And then right. he blackballed, he literally, he literally blackballed him. He ruined their, that would have been a huge, huge movies for, huge. Those, for those women. Yeah. Like he really, you know, destroyed their careers in a lot of ways. Yeah, fuck that horrible. Guy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, it, you watch this movie now and I know some people became bigger stars. Some people, you know, like Viggo Mortensen obviously was kind of oh, named, like he, you know, he, no, he Orlando this, Bloom became definitely. a huge star, but Mortensen too. Like it, Mortensen, he definitely parlayed and this. I love Mortensen in other movies like history of violence. is yes. fantastic. We both love that movie. Yep. Like, you know, he, he, he's a very good, you see he's his very name good. credits and he's, I, I honestly don't have, I think Elijah Wood is very good in this. He's very good in this. Yeah, and, and like I don't really have you said some, some act- Samwise sucked. Uh, what's his face? Sean. Oh, I actually didn't mind him. I don't like him. I think he did a fine job. I think he's too. He's just too sensitive. I don't. I mean, he's, I don't just, know. he's just Rudy again. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I thought it was fine. It's fine. The only acting I didn't like was um the other two. The, oh, the guy Mary from and Lost and whoever that other one is is, is like that Not was good. awful. Not good. But everyone else and like and obviously you said Ian McKellen oh, is quite good. You have huge talent. You have uh, Kate Blanchett. You've got yep. uh, um uh the, who's the guy who was in the Matrix? Uh, oh um, yeah, right. Uh, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving, who's a good actor. Yeah. I mean, he's okay. You, yeah. No, he's good. You he's, have a, he's fine. He's, he's okay. He's good. I mean, you get you have ton of acting talent here. No, no, Ian no. I, I, I don't. I don't. Like I said I'm not going to shit on the acting yeah, here. I'm not going to. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like Peter Jackson's directing here. Honestly, to I think some extent. To some extent. So I love the stuff. That, I love that he went to New Zealand. I love kind of how he did it. I love the, all those concepts. I don't love the slow-mo stuff. Yeah, that was the one part where I'm like, I don't really like slow-mo either. I didn't mind it as much here, but I in fairness, I did to him, In fairness, though, that was more the norm back then. I did But I'm thinking like, my God, dude, it's a three-hour movie putting slow-mo in. Like, yeah, let's, I did let's go. Let's get to it, man. Yeah. 
Um, I thought this moved pretty fast, though. Oh my god, I could not. I mean, would it? Would it? I. I just felt like it was stuff after stuff after it stuff. It was. It was so. It was the same thing. It was so boring. <laughs> it was. It was a fight scene they just escaped from into another fight scene. It was just like. I don't care. I don't know. I don't know who's attacking them now. It's orcs and it's someone else. It's the Nazgul, man. I don't know what that means. The fucking Nazgul. Those are the nine humans, uh, human kings that were given the rings that were turned into. Oh, those got that right. Those like the the Black Riders. Right. Yeah. And then you have other things. I just like, I, and I just don't like the orc thing. I just don't care about them really at all, honestly. And I don't, they're obviously going to be all bad. Everything they do is going to be bad. So we know, we know that we know like, this thing is like, there's no complexity here. It's just, it's just, it's just there. It's like like it's like watching a painting for three hours. I felt like you know, and it's like all right, some of the some of the painting is pretty, but there's nothing there beyond the canvas. There's nothing. It's just that's it, and, and it didn't make me think. I, I guess the ring is. I mean, I guess that was the, the uh, ring element was you was unique. Obviously, you know, like so is that like drug addiction potentially? You know, is yeah, that, it could be. I'm, I'm not sure what it, it could I mean, be. Like temptation power and power. Or, right. Yeah. So yeah. Right, it's, it's, you know. But other than that, like, I was just like, watch, I, you know, that's what I felt like. I felt like I was just like watching people fight. And I'm like, I don't, you know, that most of them are going to escape. Like, you kind of know when they're going to die if they die. So you're like, all right, I'm just kind of watching it. And it's like, yeah, it gets, I mean, this is the beginning of the story. That's the other issue is this is the beginning of the story. Shit happens throughout. Yeah, but you just said he had all this stuff to cover. So then if he has all this stuff to cover, then you should be able to put together a story. It's interesting. I thought it was interesting, but. What I, is, so, I guess that flips it. We'll flip it then. So what, well, how liked, is that interesting? Because I liked learning about all these characters. You have to. It's a three movie set. You got to learn about the, you got to learn about all the, all who all these people are. Mm-hmm. You have to see all the conflicts and, and, and where they are. You got to see the conflict between, um, you know, between Ian McKellen and, and uh, what's his face and um, Christopher Lee. Like you have to, you have to know that he, he's Gandalf the gray. He's not Gandalf the white. Like you have to, you have to know what the structures are, the power mm-hmm. structures are and who all the players are. So, I think it's how about the fight scenes that, that, that oh, monopolize so, this movie and actually, you're just sitting there watching. It's like, <laughs> well, the fight scenes in like the last movie return of the King are, uh, are, it's actually a lot longer. They're, mm-hmm. they're a lot more. Well, like the we'll last battle we'll was like there, big. We'll, I know. We'll, we'll, but I mean, so I, I felt this like, movie. I felt like this was way more muted. The oh. fight scenes were, more, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I just don't care. I just don't care. And I, I, I can't believe people do. You have to care about the characters. You have to, yeah. You have to care about the characters in the world. But if you you're not know sucked what's in. Gonna, like, you know, like, well, I mean, you knew the story, I guess. Yeah, like, I even if you don't know the story, honestly, I know I saw this movie in the theaters. I was half asleep. But I like seeing it played out. The theaters. So I, like, I, I didn't remember any of this. So honestly, it was fresh. Yeah. I mean, like, and I'm like, I don't, I know that no one's going to die here. Like, like when, okay, great example. So like, you know, we're on that mountaintop, sure. the snowy mountaintop. It was a cool shot of them like walking up the mountain, which I kind of liked. Like when they're walking, like uh, it was an interesting shot. It was like it did a crane shot around, and they're all kind of walking. It was like one of my favorite shots sure. of the film. But then they're like on they're on a mountain, like a CGI mountain, very obviously CGI mountain, which I, I get it. Two thousand one. Like, I'm not trying to be too critical about the effects. But then like these beasts come and they knock snow down like on them, and it's like all right, well I know they're gonna survive because like the music didn't like build up. Like you know you look at all the tells of watching movies. Yeah, but they like, took out Gandalf at the end. He's one of the main characters. I know, but you but you knew that was right. But, but you, you didn't. You wouldn't have known that if you didn't read the book. Or yeah, I mean, you know I the did story. know it was going to happen because you feel the things. Everything focuses in on him. The music swells, yeah. and it's near the end of the movie. So you're like, all right, he's gonna he's gonna die here. Like, and then like, he, he just he's having this big moment. That's probably his farewell. Like, it just felt like that's what was going to happen. Like the snow thing in the mountain, for instance. Yeah, which happens much earlier on. Not much like an hour earlier. You know that when they drop the snow on them, everyone's going to live. You just know it because you just that there's no like there's no tells that this is going to be a death here. 
So you're just like watching. So then why am I watching people dump snow? There's no risk. Why are you asking me to watch this? And I don't know. I mean, it gets, riskier, it gets riskier throughout. It's tough because it's the first part. It's the first part of the, I mean, there's three books. And so there's three movies. It's, 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 it's difficult. It's because you're right. You're right. You're going to have less risk in the beginning because you're setting everything up. And, you know, I think, you know, if you took out an hour of these needless battles, and like I, I, I'm sure some of them obviously are needed for the narrative. I understand. Yeah, that. you know, it's part. But I'm guessing them dropping snow on them isn't the most important thing. I probably could have dumped that. Like, you know, we, we could have trimmed this movie down pretty easily. I think, and it would have been much more. Uh, but having said that, though, the audiences didn't care. This was not even the no. best picture. Yep. This made a show out of money. People came back. People even came back for those Hobbit movies, which weren't as well received. The audiences still paid the money to go see them. Like people really enjoyed it. I, I think that it is telling that Peter Jackson hasn't really made a, other than Lord of the Rings movies. Now, this is the thing, even if he's done big movies. I actually like King Kong more than most people do. I thought it was mediocre at best. I thought it was good at best. Um, yeah, it wasn't great, but I thought it was good. Now, I, I, haven't, like seen King- it, I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theaters, so I, I could be yeah, way off. Uh, it's, it's, but it's, I, remember, I remember thinking, this is pretty, this is pretty uh, good. Um, but uh, he's never made, like, uh, you know, I know he kind of focuses more on documentaries now, like the Beatles one coming out later this year, you know, uh, but, uh, no, he hasn't done well. I, I haven't seen The Lovely Bones, but I saw King Kong was like, eh. The Hobbit was okay. Mortal Engines I saw. Trash. He did not direct that, though. I thought he did direct no, it. No, he per- he wrote it, I believe. Oh, uh, I thought he also directed it. No, he not passed good. it on to his, like, um, his, um, my protege. Okay. Um, he had it, don't get me wrong. His finger prints were all over it. it I'm is. sure he basically did everything but direct it. Trash. But I have not seen it. You know, yeah, not so, good. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't expecting much, but uh, Hobbit, Hobbit series I thought was pretty good, actually. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it wasn't as well received. I'm sure we will eventually run into those too, potentially. Um, Probably, I'm going to hold them off as long as I can. But these, um, are, but these are, this is his signature. This is what he does. This is his, the best thing that he can do, is this type of movie. King Kong, I thought he didn't do a very good job. I, I think he has real issues with characters uh, as far as people. I think he has a hard issue with, with characters that people could relate to and care about. Maybe. I haven't, like I said, I, I haven't seen is, the Lovely Bones, but I heard that that was a tough, that was a, I read the book, I haven't seen the movie. It was well regarded and um, it looks like a tough one, but, uh, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he does well there. I don't know. I should probably see that. It was, I mean, it didn't, didn't get, t- didn't get a ton of critical acclaim really. I guess so. not. I yeah. thought it had some. Uh, I, mean, yeah. I think it got, it got a little buzz, but not really. I think Stanley yeah. Tucci did a good job in the movie, if I remember correctly, I'm going off my memory there, but, uh, but I didn't get like big time. Yeah. Um, no, no, this definitely got a huge. This was huge. I mean, this was huge. All three movies were, you know, dominated the awards. Uh, this was a particularly weak year for film. Um, I think also think the Oscars got it way wrong here with certain things. For instance, like Royal Tenenbaums didn't get a nomination for Best Picture. Yeah. Uh, I uh, and then some movies I like, like Vanilla Sky, Heist, yep. uh, Donnie Darko. Yep. They were all ignored. Uh, and then you know other movies popped in that just, this was just this is known as a very weak year in film. Um, so. This uh, did not win Best Picture. It right. didn't win any any of the like the big awards. It yeah, won, like, it won three awards, stuff. right? Yeah. Um, nominated for nine, but not, but it didn't get any. Of yeah, one Kellen did win and, and director. And, this was the year, of course, the beautiful mind won. Right, um, and we know uh, Black Hawk Down got nom- a director nomination. Did not get a picture yeah, one. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that one obviously uh, on the Patreon one tomorrow. Sure. Um, but uh, right, so this was a weaker year for film. So it did kind of sneak sneak in there as far as best picture potentially. I, I maybe would have got nominated. I, I, I know stronger year would have gotten nomination. I don't know. Um, Obviously, I know the third one. I know wins this picture. So you know, and I know that this was well regarded. I mean, um, 
I went through, you know, I went through some reviews. I went through like Ebert gave it three stars. Ebert had a lot of the same complaints I did to yeah. some extent. Yep. He, he enjoyed it more than I did for sure. But, but he, he loves the books. Though. Yeah, he had a, he had a hard time disconnecting. He did in his review. Yeah. Uh, other critics, um, most critics love it. I, I, there are some critics that agree with me. It's just it's monotonous and just like it's just one balancing after another, and you just don't really. You just, I just kind of glaze over. I just don't. And there's mm-hmm. no, I said, this is no, I, I just, if I'm you, I, I, I still don't understand how that's entertaining to you to watch. Like I connect with the characters better than you can. And the world, I connect with the world and the characters you think better the than you can. the fight scenes are interesting? I don't, I don't understand Yeah, that. but they're not that long. It does they don't bore oh, me. I don't know. And I think that there's enough character development in there. You see the relationship. How are they developing? You see the, well. Who's developing? But you see all the backstory stuff. You see the relationship right. between, right, we see actually, okay, wait, hold stuff. on. You see, yeah, not just that though. You see the relationship. You see the depth of the relationship between Bilbo and Gandalf pretty easily. You see the like the scope of their relationship. I like that one. You also see in, in the first in the first yes, act, and you yeah. also see Bilbo's trajectory too. As soon as he gives up the ring and he I goes agree. off on his journey, and then he gets older. Like I like that as well. You see the weight of the world finally hit him. I mean, and you also see like the weight of what the the ring has done to him. Non Bilbo stuff. What was that? Non Bilbo stuff. Non Bilbo stuff. Give me some character development because I don't see much. Yeah, I think you uh, you see um, uh, Elijah Wood as uh, as Frodo. You know, Same guy. No, well, I mean, he's he, really not. No, he gets sadder throughout the yeah, throughout he, the movie. He matures. It's like it's like you know, but he's but he's still everything he's do is gonna but, be good. He's but never, everybody, he's his his core being doesn't change. Yeah, but that people don't change. I think is your mantra. His core being is not going to okay, change, change. No, but you see the weight of, you see the weight start to set in with him. It happens. Oh, it's, it's aging. It's what, it's what happens to people. It's when not they get just older. aging. It's right, not like a year shit. of time. It's almost like if he was yeah. in the military and like you come home and you're like, yeah, only four years have passed, but maybe you were in World War II. You saw some real shit. Yeah. But then, I mean, that changes your behavior and changes your, I don't see any behavioral changes from him really. Well, I think he was afraid to go out on his own in the beginning, but then at the end of the film, he's like, fuck it. I need I'll to take this on. Yeah. I need to take this courage, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if I want to sit through a three-hour movie to want watch the this ring. Hobbit get courage. Like I, I you know, I, you know, I, I see Cowardly Lion get it in uh, half the time in Wizard of Oz. So well, if only you had a brain. Oh, all right, all right. Yes, yes. <laughs> if only I had a brain. Uh, but like, I the problem for me is that these characters really don't develop. You're right. The Bilbo one is a really interesting, and actually, I really those are the scenes of the movie I enjoyed the most. And I also enjoyed Bilbo and Gandalf's like just seeing these old guys like hang out. Like I'm always a sucker for those kind of things. Like all right, we saw a lot of yeah. shit together. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I enjoy that camaraderie right. stuff, but that's yeah. fun. Like, like we talk about, like with heist, you know, there's a but lot of fun stuff. With- but it's not just about developing. Like, it's not just about a character changing. It's about also unveiling who they are. Like the same thing with Gandalf. You see who he is. But like we spend a lot of time with the Aragon character. It's like, all right, like, yeah, but that's different. That's a little different. It's, um, yeah, it's different. It's boring, and we have spent a lot of time. We, we spend some time with like that Orlando Bloom character. He's kind of, I guess, there for eye candy. Just kind of walks around. I think that's the perfect have- role for Orlando Bloom. Actually. Right, right. Yeah, but, I know he's not not very good. Uh, He's fine miss, but he, he's you not. don't see much from him throughout this movie in terms of you see him participate, but you yeah. don't see him have to emote. Or, so yeah. then, then why, like, I know, I know why he's there. I guess you well, Aragon to fan service, but it again, I know but it's not fair, judge, but we, it is I, fair. Right. we spent three hours. So we, we can judge these what three I'm saying hours. Is it's not fair for me to have this perspective because I know more. It's right. not fair, but, uh, but yeah, but I did. But like, these, these characters really don't develop though. Is my point. I've just gave you a few examples with Bilbo and well, it's not just about changing their behavior. It's also seeing who they are. It's like unveiling who they are. Over, they're over always the good. They're always bad. It's, it's, it's very, that's not true. You see Gandalf note. conflicted the entire he's time. He's always going to do good things. No, not necessarily. He's not that conflicted. He, he, the worst thing he did was he called one of those idiot hobbits like an oh, idiot. Oh, he like pushed him around, yeah. Well, he's no, a, he actually, he grabbed Samwise and he also called uh, yeah. whatever, Merry or Pippin, basically told him he should go fucking kill himself. That's what he right. said. Go jump down the well. Yeah, right. Which that guy's, uh, that guy sucks. 
He fucks everything up. Yes, but why but is he there? Go away. I know those two are. Well, yeah, those two. Yeah, especially that one, know, not the non-lost me. guy. Yeah. Um. Oh God, get lost. I don't lost, know which one was or Perry, but yes, I agree. They're like the two little uh, little guys from uh, from Willow. Oh, they are. Oh, I, I hated know. those guys. I want to step on those I know. motherfuckers. Same yeah. thing. No, I'm with Another you. issue I have with this movie is the height stuff. It's very gimmicky and lame. Like it, they're using, <sighs> all, and I I get why they did it. I understand, but like it sucks, and I mean, it's really hobbits. and it also creates it to. I have some issues with the direction of the movie. It also makes it so the movie is tons of extended close-ups because you can't have in some spots. I actually think Jackson does a good job getting in and getting out. There are a ton of extended close-ups in this movie. It's close-up after close-up to close-up uh, when characters are in a group together having a dialogue. Yeah, and it is not fun to watch. Yeah, and it's all done because the Hobbits need to be small. It's like, all right, you know what? Maybe I I, I don't want to piss off any Tolkien fans if I haven't already. But like, you know, guys, maybe we just pretend that it's okay that they're five six. It's fine. We don't. They don't need to be four two. It's okay. We can we can move on. We can, because it just looks like I mean it's all like parlor tricks. It's like and it's there's nothing you can do really. They're just short. Like it's just it looks goofy. There's all these weird angles. I I posted the gift uh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, of him jumping into the. Yeah, that's just, not good. It just looks stupid. It's it's, just it like, doesn't this look is good. So dumb. Yeah, it's very weird. Him and jumping like, into Gandalf's arms. It constantly arms. takes you out of the movie. It's just it's just silly. That it's one's like, rough. I agree. You know, Sean Astin and Elijah were both pretty short people. Yeah, that's good enough. I don't I don't think we need them to be four foot tall. It's okay. The other weird, the other that I totally agree with that scene. The other scene that I fucking that just hate scene is the entire movie. Though. Hold on, the other the other one, the area I hate is like the fellowship scene where they all decide that they're going to go on this quest together. They go from the situation during the Elven Village, right? right they go from the right. situation where they're like fighting, yes. all this time, and then Frodo's like, whatever, I'll something. carry the ring, and then and then they're like, okay, I'll lend my sure. steel, I'll lend my axe, yeah. and it's like, ah, oh, I'll put my so, life in the line for you. It's, it's so like, cheesy. They go from fucking, That's, they're they're about to stab each other, right. and they go, now we're brothers, right? It's so stupid. I hated that part. The first time I saw it, I was like, this is so fucking cheesy. It was yeah, so cheesy. That's how I felt watching the entire movie. Not the entire movie. Just that's how scene. I felt watching the entire movie. Like, every scene is just that cheesy. Yeah, so it's not, but that's fine. But it is, though. Like, it, they are like, you know, people are doing things just for the story's sake. They're not doing things because they're real or fleshed out characters to me. And I understand a lot of people might disagree with that. Um, and you may say, all right, well, how about like superheroes? Like Superman's always going to do the right thing. And, and, and you're probably right. There are some things like that. I, I have a, you know, I'm sure some people have a childhood connection to this, that they're going to be more lenient. Sure. Just like I'm probably going to be more lenient with Superman. Superman or Batman, yeah. you know, that I would well, be. Batman's got some, some conflict. And that's why yeah. it's my favorite, right. you know? Definitely. But me like, too. as you now, now, you know, and maybe this movie also might not be made for me. I know it's PG-13, so it's not really made for like little kids, but it's definitely more made more for kids than adults. Like this is like, this is not like a, I don't know. Adults who are nostalgic who wrote, wrote this, who read these right. books as kids. But I mean, yeah. this is, but right. But it's the taking the nostalgia the maturity out of level. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not like, I mean, it's good. yeah, no. let's, let's be real, right. you know? So, but that's fine. It doesn't mean like, obviously it made a lot of money. It doesn't mean it shouldn't exist. I'm, I'm just saying that like, this is not, this might not be made for me, you know, or obviously it's not. I mean, but even like made for like my demo, I, I don't, I, but nothing ever will be in these genres. This genre will never, ever hit. I really you. wonder if you're right. And, and that's, and I'm trying and I'm, I'm upset at myself to some extent because I want to, I think a good movie critic would be able to accept the best of a genre and not be as close minded about it. And I am really, I, I really do want to, but I can't ignore how I feel. I'm not going to lie. So maybe I'm just not that good of a movie critic then, or at least in the, in the cases of, like, no, you can't, you know, I mean, you're going to, you, you can't, this, at least. no, you're gonna, I mean, you can be objective about the stuff that was good, or you think that, that was made well, but if you don't like the, t- if you 
doesn't make you feel good, then you just can't, gonna have to say it. Can't the fantasy stuff though also? And I'm sure I think Game of Thrones has more of this. Um, and honestly, I if I had to watch it for the show, then it would be different. I I probably didn't give it a fair shake. I'll admit that. I, I kind of just like eh, I kind of jumped in and jumped out. Like I'm good. But I feel like Game of Thrones has maybe some more complexity with characters. Oh my god, yes, and some like and huge stakes. Yeah, and the and some of the worst things happen. Right, it's crazy. I I, I try, but I also I I will say though I, I've tried a couple times to get into it. And I I just it just feels like, I'll, like I'll never watch that again. Like once was enough. Yeah, like that it it does damage. I I just can't imagine like I I've the stuff I've seen I just I just don't I think it's care. really good. It's almost like I said it's almost like I'm someone that doesn't like movies when I watch it. Well, this is medieval too. I, the, all these fantasy, this fantasy very similar um, in in tone and in, in both of these is kind of it's medieval fantasy. You know what I mean? It's like so. I wonder if that's part of it too. I think so. Maybe you. Do, I don't know if you like medieval. I don't typically like medieval castle dirty people on either. horses. So I you know if it, the fantasy elements there, it's kind of cool. Where there's you know there's other layers to it or there's other notes to it where I, I know it's going to sound stupid for me to say, but like magic or like dragons or like something that's, that's different than the fucking plague, uh, time period in life. Yeah. Like thinking or learning about the, that time period. I've always been like, I'm always checked like, out. I don't give a shit about yeah. any of that. These are, these are stupid back backwoods people who, you know, died when they were 30, who thought the Kings were close to gods. I mean, these are just stupid people. So I, I've never connected with that either. Knights of the Round Table, any of that stuff. The Arthurian yeah, stuff. Yeah, I never thought the stories were very I interesting. I liked it a little but bit. I but I will say, like, if I, like, I, I enjoyed, like, like, the, like Kevin Costner's Robin Hood, like, way more than this yeah, movie. Yeah, like, way different. more. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Like, uh, and I, you know, this is worse than the cartoons for me. Like, you know, the first 10 minutes of Up, I was very emotionally, like, bought in. Like, oh, this is really, yeah. like, I could even connect to that. Where, like, with this, I just... And like some of the stuff in Toy Story when we covered after the show, yeah. like I could emotionally connect to some of that. Yep. And this is just like, I just, I could, and I'm not the only one that feels about it. Like, you know, like Laura feels the same way I do. Oh, she doesn't like it either. No. And like my, my buddy, uh, Brian, who, when I went and saw this in 2001 or 2002, whatever, we went and saw this and, uh, I was having a hard time keeping my eyes open and I look over fucking guys passed out. And he's like, that was the most boring fucking thing I've ever seen. And he never falls asleep. And like, he's never done that ever. And did he read the books? No. Okay, see, that's the other like, thing. That's, that's, not, you can't, that's not a fair ask. Oh, I'm not saying you have to read the books to watch the movies. No, I'm just thinking, you know, the people that like the books and love love the books, love that style, are going to want to watch this movie and right. see it. I, I doubt, I, Laura, this probably wasn't, Laura's, she probably didn't. She just feels the same way I do about a lot of this either. stuff. Like yeah. this, I think this genre is just like, we just, because she doesn't like game, she couldn't really get in the game. Like, yeah. it's just like that, that disconnect is just like, I just can't, I just can't get hooked in. Like, I'm a, I, you know, Laura, Laura likes some movies, whatever. Like, you know, I love movies, though. So, like, I, I feel like I can almost always, like, I, I know we'll trash movies on here and stuff, but there's, I almost always get some enjoyment. Battlefield Earth. Uh, well, it's just funny to laugh well, at. It's funny it's to so laugh stupid. at. Like, City of Angels, I felt, like, disgust. I felt like this is like, made by a really creepy guy. Yeah. But, like, but I felt something. With this, it was just, like, I just felt nothing. I felt like I was just, like. You're just bored. I was so bored. Well, and that's I, I've never in. been more apathetic. I was just, like. I just don't care at all about anything that's yeah, happening. And that's, it just never ends. And said so these battle scenes are just boring to me. Everything was boring. And and the characters are just so one note. 
And you know, yes, that Bilbo, but like, all right, even well, so, like Gandalf, uh, and Gandalf, not, I yeah, guess, but like, all right, but everyone else you see is just, it's just like so one note, like I'm evil, ah, I'm good. It's like, okay, that's Lord of the Rings, everybody. For three, well, hours. I don't think the elves are are good either. I think they're the pretty elves, neutral. The elves seem very good. I think this is very D and D theme too, where it's yes. not like that. There is actually a range, but you do fit into a box in that range. Like Elvis are sort of. So who are you? Are you? I think you're more of an orc. Well, thank you. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. No, but what are you? I have no idea. I want to know. I've never played. uh, But what do you want to be in this movie? What do you relate to? You think you probably you. Why don't you tell me? You tell me. You probably you think you're a hobbit. What do you think you are? I'm the human. I hope. I'm the human. No, you you think you're you want to be a hobbit? I don't want to be a hobbit. I don't want to be a short little fucking furry foot (laughs) motherfucker. And of course not. Uh, what else is there? Orc. Yeah, orc. Dwarf. Elves. Dwarfs. do I look like a dwarf? No, but no, but you act like a dwarf, right? No, I don't. I don't know, what does he act like? He, well, he's like, he thinks he's, like, you were acting like a dwarf. No, he's uh, like a big huffy guy. The last guy. episode, you were a dwarf with Rosanna. You're like, oh, I'm gonna. That's more of an orc. I was about to. Oh, really? I was uh, about to, yeah. People tear you apart there. awful. I hate these things. I, yeah, I, they, then there's a disconnect, and there's nothing, nothing anybody will ever say to you will ever get you over that little hump. I hope that someone does eventually make a fantasy movie that is more my speed. I, I'm sure it can be done. I think it would But you be- haven't seen it. I haven't seen that many fantasy movies either, though. Honestly, like, like did you, they, see, did you like Labyrinth with uh, David Bowie? It's interesting. It's handsome. I haven't seen this as a little kid. I can't yeah. really be. I don't. I, I can't. I can't be kid. fair. I, I saw it a few times when I was like, but I haven't seen this. I was like seven. Yeah. So like, I can't really. And Legend you didn't like, which is a really Scott. I, mean, honestly, that was a weird I haven't one. seen that in a long time. Like, it's a weird one. The thing with this too, like this was kind of this kind of slammed the door for me. It was like, all right, well, this movie that is so acclaimed and so respected, uh, this is I still can't get into this. It's like oof. Yeah, there's probably not gonna. But like Harry Potter, I didn't. I liked actually liked that movie more than you did. Okay, um, this is way better than the first Harry Potter. Like by but by re- 10, 10x. I understand you feel that way. I disagree. But like I liked the Harry Potter movie more than you did, and it's a smaller world, so maybe it was. Oh, easier but, to get but into. also there's humans in it. It's humans. Like it's it, they're they're wizard well, they're magical humans. Well, I know. I, I'm not. I'm not saying I love it, but. It, it, but they are, you know, there is like, all right, these kids, these are kids in school. We've all been in school. Like there are enough relatable stuff where you can kind of hook into them. Like, all right, I kind of like, yeah, it, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, you know, I'm not that excited to watch the next one when we run into it. Believe me, I'm not like chomping the bit here, but like, but I was able to watch it and kind of enjoy elements of it where this, I couldn't enjoy anything of it besides like some of the landscapes I saw. Oh, now I, I was just like praying and it was, it was off like it was this is so easy for easy for me to watch really yeah you were like you were just like oh this is, this is good this is good this is good but it wasn't like that but i wasn't i wasn't bored i was like oh this is cool this is cool i can't i i, don't, I can't really fight with you about it honestly because uh, it's, it's really because just like, difference. the world like people like like i think you're probably right like on some level on this like i but i because i mean it's so respect like so many people admire this film and it is like you know afi it's it's you know i don't know if this one's in there but i know the third know. one is you know whatever yeah, the, right. but the, you know like this is one of the most widely respected if not the most widely respected trilogy you know in the last forever you know maybe since star wars first three yeah or even beyond that i mean I think star wars didn't get the oscars that this got didn't That's get the true. critical love that this gets yeah you know i love the nolan batman movies uh, oh yeah those I, are, those I, are superior i don't of course count godfather 3 never really happened so no. we pretend that doesn't exist so uh but right like right but like whatever this is one of the most widely respected ser- you know series of movies ever made yep i like back to the future more too but whatever but um but i don't it just doesn't grab me at all so i can't come in here like 
with my hair on fire because I, 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 there's some part of my brain's like, well, I'm obviously missing something. There's something that I'm missing. Like I'm, I'm broken here. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not seeing what everyone else is seeing. And I will be honest and say it was a boring movie with, in my opinion, really weak characters story that didn't go, didn't go very far. It was wildly long. It, embarrassingly long i think some of the slow-mo was a joke the dialogue was horrific it's not i mean now now you're just throwing shit but out no, there but that's, how, but that's, not, but we, but that's we, how i feel but no that's but i understand but like but i get though like every 85 percent of people are with you or whatever 70 percent of people with you so like i can't really fight those things because I, i'm i'm probably alone it's just not your taste that's fine that's fine i will say the acting was was pretty good yeah yeah or, you know, in some instances, quite no, good. No, it's really good. Yeah, I think um, it's really good. I think the, I said the on-location stuff is, uh, was, picking New Zealand was a great choice. Of course. I love that they do all three movies back to back to back because the other cool thing about that too is it's not going to influence, like, let's say, I don't know. Oh, um, but yeah, tanks. Let's say, like, or, 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 or it does mediocre. No. So let's okay. say Sean Astin becomes his breakout starfness. Uh, Everyone's wearing Sam Ganji t-shirts, he, yeah. whatever, for whatever reason. Now, the second movie is going to be like, well, the studio's going to be like, New Line's going to be like, you know what we need? We need a little bit more Let's get Salmonous. 15% Ganji in here. Yeah. And it's going to, it would change the story's direction. So I give, I give New Line the courage, you know, tons of credit for the courage to do it. I give Peter Jackson a ton of credit to make a movie that no one thought was possible and they stick to his vision. Yep. So like, I, from the creative, you know, uh, view of this, I really respect all involved. I love that the actors bought all in. I know they all got oh, they tattoos did. and yeah. they all went, you know, they all like are, we're going to go to New Zealand for over a year. We're all going to do this together almost like a, like a, like a sports team. And yep. like they all went all in. They were a team. That's really cool. Like really I, cool. I'm all in all that stuff. Yeah. I just wish the product they came out with was something that I would have any capability of enjoying. Cause I really, believe it or not, <laughs> I really do. I want to like these I know movies. you do. I know you want to. I, I even I get tried it again this time. I'm like, well, maybe I just was in the wrong state of mind when I saw it. You know, I, I kind of knew it wasn't the case. But I'm like, oh, let me just try. And some of the Bilbo stuff up top, I'm like, oh, this isn't maybe, maybe. A, but then by, by like hour two, I'm like, Jesus. And by the third hour, I'm like, oh my God, please, please just end this movie. Oh no, they're fighting some other demon again for no reason. I don't know why. I don't care. <laughs> I think you've said enough. I think you're done. I think we can move on now. Don't you think? Sure. I totally get it. Oh, uh, so what are we give this movie? A minus, a thumbs up. So you, you have I'm going to give this movie a, a D and it will be getting a thumbs down from me. That is. That, That's fine. That's how I feel. I don't know what to do. I don't really tell you. You don't think that people should see this no, movie? Absolutely. I would tell if there's any movie, I'll say this right now. If you're on the fence about that, you never, if anyone here hasn't seen this, I'm sure everyone's seen it. There is no movie I would recommend less than this one because it was so long and it was just so like they were, we it's covered movies that were two not, hours and 50 minutes of your life. 58 minutes. Uh, <laughs> every minute counts. Oh my God. Every se- every second felt like 10. Um, but there's, there are movies there are many movies we've covered that are not as well made. Many. I would say most oh my movies God. we've covered are not as well made. Right. Sure. But there is no movie that was more of a process to get through than this Frankie, one. That's ridiculous. There, not, we've on, seen so many movies I've been bored watching. Bored Princess watching. Princess Mononoke and this were the ones I was the most bored. Like this, like they were just like art. The other ones are not as bored. Like I said, like Battle, uh, Battlefield Earth is funny. Like City of Angels is just weird and disturbing. I'm trying to think of some of the words. Alvin and Chipmunks is so bad. It's like, all right, this is like just wildly horrible. Like, so some of these movies are so bad that almost is a level of entertainment. Yeah. You know? But like this is just like it's just mind numbing. It's just the I've, I don't know if I ever had any experience in my life that was so monotonous. I thought it was a DMV. 
So I, this is dumb, easy thumbs down for me. You're, no question. In I fact, think you're right. I think you're right. Exist. I think you're right. You're broken. I think you're uh, right. I'm probably, Something's I'm, missing. I, 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 I can't broken. argue it because I know I can't argue it. <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to, I, I, I said, I, I, when I was like, I was I thinking about it, I'm like, I can't even fight with crime on this I because. I know. I get it. It's rough. All right. Talk about uh, just around. Break skin neck. But Buster Um. So I actually really like this song. I don't know how you feel about it. Um, but okay. I, but part, I think, I think it's actually a really good song. I think Buster Rhymes is really good. And I like this album. Uh, uh I've, I don't really know it. I I know his hits. Like I know Wuha is actually a really cool song. Um, uh, he, but I, it's hard to know. It's so this is where my limitation is because it's hard to know how much I actually like the song, which I do. I really enjoy listening to it. Hard to know how much I like this song or how, how much it's like such a fucking spectacle because how, he it is hard that is so fucking hard to do to rap that fast it yeah. is super hard parlor trick though it's it, not a parlor trick well whatever no it's it no it's be no it's not a parlor trick it kind of is no it's, it's skill set like that's hard to it's really hard to do ah that's bullshit here we are again where you're gonna just be like eh, about something that's really difficult to do no i i understand it's difficult to do uh I just, that's not what I look for in rap, I guess. Like, I don't mind this song. It's fine. I'm like, I'm like ambivalent about it, honestly. I'm like, eh, I, I don't have a strong, I like his other ones that put your hands where my eyes can see. On this album? No, no, no. It's like his first, his like breakout album. Um, the first album was uh, The Coming, I think, and, I or something like that. Song, but it was like, the, that was like his first. Woo Ha is the one that I know. I got you all in check. Oh, um, I don't know that one. Yeah, you do. You know the song. You know this one? Maybe I don't know. No, really? Oh, so yeah. This- so I covered Wuha in, in my rap, uh, my rap band. We played that. Okay. So that's what that that was my first encounter with with Bus Run. Yeah, probably that- the same album. It was the first album. I don't know. That's the that song was everywhere. I was in the clubs. It was everywhere. Yeah, I just um, I wasn't in the clubs with you at that time. Oh, I guess. That's fine. Oh, Matt, Matt was sitting around playing guitar and yeah. telling oh, his. I'm sorry, uh, I was actually telling his college art. friends to. Uh, yeah. To what? To leave their girlfriends who were <laughs> having wild sex with them or something. I don't know what, what, what the hell you're doing. Hero uh, Matt at the Glee Dorm. No, but um, no, but like, well, for those of us that did go out, uh, like you heard that a lot. So like, the, I actually like, but like the the whole like, I don't listen to like it does feel like a kind of a. I mean, parlor tricks. Just, that's not a parlor trick. That's skill set. Like people can play their instruments fast. It doesn't just mean that they're it. It's not just about the speed at which they do it, but it's also what they're doing at the same time. Like That's there's fair, flow to it. I mean, there's a rhythmic flow to it. It's there pretty is. impressive. No, uh, yeah, there are no, there is. It's, it's interesting. But it's like the micro machines guy, right? Like he just talks no. fast. It's like, All right. There's God a, damn it. No, rhythm to it. that guy's no, that guy has no art. Uh, Buster Rhymes is actually creating art. Here. Yeah, no, you're right. I give Buster Rhymes more credit than micro machine. Yeah. Guy, but like, but it's the same for me. It's like not that. Oh like, my God. Like Kanye or oh. Jay-Z or whatever. Like that to me is like a different. That's what I'm. That's what I'm gravitating more to. Or Beastie Boys. Like yeah, that, I think Jay Z's flow sucks. I think he's a shitty rapper for most most of the songs that I've heard Jay Z on. He sucks. He's a shit rapper. And the stuff behind him, uh, the the good stuff was mostly because of Kanye. Like it wasn't. It wasn't no, yeah, Jay Z's done was, a lot of great stuff before nah, Kanye. Nah, okay, no, yeah. the, the album that he's got, the the one well, they that, did together was really right. good. That's I a know. very good album. But that's mostly because of Kanye. Me, that's like maybe like, uh, 
Well, very, and the earlier stuff, the earlier stuff that I like, uh, I can't remember which Jay Z song that we covered, but that was produced by Kanye. It makes a yeah, fucking but earlier stuff Jay Z before Kanye. It's was not very scene. good. Like, oh, that was was it the H C Izzo song. That was the one. That's Kanye. That makes sense. He, yeah, most of like the most the compelling stuff about Jay Z was was Kanye to me. I think his flow. I think he's an abysmal rapper. I think oh he's no, really that's shitty. not fair. I don't. He think is he... so lazy in his rap. He doesn't fucking hit. He's yeah. not in time. He doesn't. He doesn't so fucking you, hit. So rhythms. you are going on record right now. You're saying you like Buster Rhymes Buster better Rhymes, than Jay Z. Buster Rhymes has a better flow, way better flow than Jay Z. Jay Z's got a shit flow. Right. So if you had to pick like one rapper that you could listen, to, like one rapper no longer exists or whatever, he's like no, his music library gets banished. He gets canceled. Which one would you rather have? Stick around, or- but that that's that's unfair because the stuff that I like with Jay Z is because of Kanye. So I wouldn't want to get rid of that mm. stuff. I really like that. Yeah, that 2011 album. I can't remember whatever was it. The King, uh, uh, God, the Throne, the Throne. Yeah, yeah that one. So good. And then the early stuff too, where Kanye's just a kid, fucking doing yeah. amazing production stuff. Um, with the Jackson Five beats that he's like carving up in oh, just incredible. meticulously beautiful ways. Jay- That's really, all Kanye. Jay Z's really good at production too, though. He's done some really good eh, stuff. I, I, I'm not as I'm not as soul as him. I, I, I gotta say, you're gonna be on a. You're thinking, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I, know, I, I know. I mean, saying, I know music better like, than I mean, Buster Rhymes is. is eh, it's fine. He's a better rapper than Jay Z is. He really is. I mean, you may not like his songs as much. Like, so, like Eminem's a, a, like a great rapper. Well, that's that's my my comp here. Okay. Is they're very similar. Like if you listen to. So I did, uh, I was just checking out who else is like super fast and does yeah. this type of stuff. Like this is comparable. Supersonic speed. Rap God. But wait, wait. Mm, goes down the half step. Fucking amazing. And then. Just, just, this isn't Eminem that I like though. Like this is, it's just. just I know, but he's just saying things fast. It's, it's, not, it's not just about fast. It's what you're saying too. Like you're rhyming shit or you're, you're, you're creating a picture it's out of it. very impressive, but like, it's just not what, oh I, my God, not what be, I want to go to for music though. But you can hear. If okay, so what, what do you want to hear? I told you, like, I I, I like a more like a Jay Z or Kanye or Beastie Boys pace. Um, I maybe I, it's fun to sing along to or whatever it is. Is it's more fun? It's a more fun listen to me. Someone just you know rapping very quickly. That's not really hyper entertaining to me. I know I'm the guy also that talks way too fast in the podcast. <laughs> that's, that's, so I understand that you I'm, should I'm really being a hypocrite here. You I should really identify with these guys. But uh, but I I just I just it's just not it's not what I love. I don't know. I, I mean, I said, I don't think this is a bad song. And I think there are some Buster Rhyme songs that I do enjoy. I kind I don't say enjoy, but they like, like are, are fine. Um, but Here's I haven't a, heard a Buster Rhyme song, honestly, in like over a decade before we, who has a great song, but it's so different. Be, I, I didn't want to pull any sound from that. Cause I, I'm hoping that we actually get to it sometime. We may. Cause he, that's the other thing too. He can be super. He's so good. He's, he can be super fast. Just like we heard, but Wuha, do you know that song? I got you all in check. You don't, you don't, do you not no, remember no, that one? No. Dude, it is I mean, I don't know slow and herky jerky. It's so weird. He sounds like chaos. Like, it's such a fucking chaos. This is slow and plodding and weird. He's all over the place. I, I mean, it's it's not, I don't hate it. He it's has just, huge range. Like he can do herky jerky, yeah. weird, slow plotting stuff to super fast. He's a very talented rapper. And that's too bad that because it's fast, like he won't like it. I know it's not, it's not, it's not that cut or dry. It's just not ideal for me. Like, like I said, I mean, 
if someone's running a Buster Rhyme CD, I'm not like, oh, this is awful. Shut off. So it's not like Bette Midler or whatever. Like, but it's just like, I'm just like, it's not like if I'm, if I pick a rap album to listen to, it's not uh, going to be ever be Buster Rhyme. Like he's painting a picture at the same goofy time though. too. Like, it's just I like, don't think it's, he's not, no, he's just got a style, I guess. If you don't like that style, that's one thing, but I don't think it's rap. I don't think the music like, is I don't think his like lyrics are, are the best. Like, I don't, they're not like, they don't grab me like other. Well, I mean, lyrics are going to be better. Like yeah. he's, he's going to paint a better picture. These are better. But when he, yes, but BCs aren't fast. I'm talking about Eminem. He's, he's large. He can be fast a lot. Like he's got that skill set. Mm. And he'll he he's a, he's a better wordsmith than Buster Rhymes. That, that's certainly true uh, at that speed. Other than the fast, I guess, and he can like he can do, no, I like grab at different speeds. Like what 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 is that? Just about I don't speed. think the production's that great. I, like I don't think it's like a, a, no, but it's also about flow. It's, okay. it's not just about speed. It's not just about fast. It's about where you're putting your your emphasis on the on the different syllables. Yeah. It's like it's where you are in the beat. It's he's controlled chaos. It's crazy. He's he's not just going fast. It's also where he's putting his his. Uh, is putting his articulation. It's it's not just it's not just fast. It's like fast musically. Yeah, like that's the difference. There are people like Ingve Malmsteen. Do you know him? He's a guitar player. No, super fast. Like really fast picker. Don't like him because yeah. he's just you're exactly right. He's a parlor trick. But uh, but Steve Vai, maybe not quite as fast, but close. Best guitar player on the planet. He's also extremely expressive. And there's a there's a difference uh, between the two. Definitely. And buses, he's got great flow. Like Nikki. See, her voice is more interesting to me too. I think a lot of he's his, got a he has a, but he has got a unique voice. I don't, but it's not. In, it's just it sounds like a Slim Jim commercial to me. A Slim Jim commercial. Yeah, like aggressive, like nah. like, like it's like ah, it's like all right. Well, I don't know. It's just it just it doesn't have like a fun. F- I I'm I like him. I guess I don't say like harmonious, but like I just like a more. I, I, it's it's I don't I mean I don't want people like it's almost like he's screaming at times at me. I'm not a big fan of that. Off also, I don't think in my music. I Imagine guess. that voice that we hear in Wuha, that goofy, almost muppety, kind of loud, boisterous, herky jerky voice then being able to rap as fast as he was able to rap. Like, that's crazy to be able to do. That's not what I want to listen to, though. Oh, fine. I like it. I fucking like it. You like the... Uh, here's uh, here's another guy. I don't really give a damn about a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Watsky. On a billboard. From the moment I said Charlie Tuna rocking under the multicolored lighting and covered at the Fillmore. I kill four punks and B-girls. Never gonna matter. I'll be spitting like a water cannon. Make a waves in Menorca. I recommend a park. I'll be feeling like the front row of SeaWorld. Gonna hike um, yourself. I'll make it. It's a good call. Take it. I'm not gonna slack it like a I find that I'm focusing so hard on trying to hear what he's saying probably what a lot of our listeners or our podcast go through, but at least we don't have music in the background. But I'm spending so much time focusing on what he's saying that I can't, um, I'm not enjoying the, the music. I'm not like bobbing along with the music. I mean, I don't know if anyone's dancing to our podcast. I don't just hyper, no, I just hyper focus on, uh, on different elements of the song so I can not focus on the actual words and just bop along with the rhythm. Like I can do that and enjoy, I can enjoy the rhythmic element of it and understand. My head goes to, oh, where's this placement? I'm not just thinking about the words, but some, sometimes I do when I, when I listen to rap, them. I'm more like listening to the words. I like, yeah, I'm, I like the rhythm. I li- I mean, I love the words too. And right. I like to learn like outcast. I love, you know, yeah. some pretty fast, like amazing flows and outcast. Yeah. Too, that I like to learn. And I, I enjoy outcast way more than, yeah. than Buster Rhymes. He's slower though, but uh, yeah, Busta hasn't had quite, hasn't had the same career, but this album's really good. I don't know if you listened to any of it. But I did. I did. I just, it was it your thing. I like it. Eh, it, but it wasn't. I wasn't like anno- I wasn't like annoyed by it. I wasn't. Um, I wasn't bored necessarily by it. It was just like I. It's never anything I'm going to go grab again. Uh, I. I think his voice is like kind of. It's just kind of goofy to me. 
Um, he definitely does it very quickly at times. Some of those songs are very fast, and it's like, all right, that's... Well, I, here's the chorus. The beginning of it. The offbeats. It's just different. Simple music, full rhythm. Uh, I actually I like it. So that element of the song is my favorite part of the song. Like what you just played there. Yeah, like that, that part I actually enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I don't, I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not like I'm not anti. I would probably give this song, uh, I don't know, a, a B minus, C plus somewhere in there. Like I would, you know, if we're gonna record, I would in theory like barely rec- a light recommendation <laughs> for this song. I guess if we're gonna do some of that for the song. But like, but it's like not like I said. It's nothing. I'm gonna then gravitate. I was shocked. I was shocked you picked it. I got it was number one or not. No, it was number ten on the rap right. chart. It did hit. Uh, it was twenty six on Billboard. But yeah, I wanted to hit this one. Yeah, I was, I'm surprised. But I'm surprised you like it. I do like it. Yeah, yeah. I like Buster Rhymes. I think he's very talented. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. He's he, got. He's got. He's got an attitude too. He's like a. He's just a weird guy. He's his own character. Yeah, it's neat. I like it. Corona's all in on Buster Rhymes. Yeah, man. All right, new favorite. He's not, but I. I do really like him. I. I never. That, that's part of it too. Is I never. I. I've heard. I heard the song before, and I heard. Uh, Uha before, um, and I covered it as I said, but I don't really know his records. He he wasn't that fan. I mean, most of his albums. This was his like third biggest album. He sold for three albums. He sold like one point five million copies, but most of them have been five six hundred thousand. Like not huge, but he he's been in on pop music, or, you know, on pop yeah. stations and stuff, but not huge. No, so I didn't really know besides some of the hits that came out. Uh, but it's- listening to this album, I was like, oh man, this is pretty fucking good. And I think if I was born 10 years earlier or 10 years later, I probably wouldn't really have any real, especially 10 years earlier, I wouldn't have any real connection yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. Because like most of the music, when I hear it, it's, I get like, oh, it's like I was at that club. I was at the club when this was like, they, for whatever reason, I guess the DJ at the club I went to played Bust Rhymes a lot. So, or he was just really pop. It was a popular, you know, and it's good club music potentially. I don't know. But like, um, I was always kind of miserable at the club anyway. The only reason I went to the club was because all my friends are 21 and I wasn't and they like, all right, they wanted to drink, but, uh, you know, they are like, you know, can I tag along kind of thing? And so they would kind of meet me halfway. We'd all go to the club and I would just sit there, but they all got drunk. And you won't appreciate this, but this is the, the, ver- the second verse is even better. And it's, it's a crazier rhythm. He just, that, that, that's fucking crazy. What he just did, it's not, it's, but I don't really think it's just not entertaining to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just, that's, that to me, like the other part, the other could be played was much more like, all right, this is, I'm, I'm well, yeah, it's slower. So, right. If you, you know, you got a slower it, mind, you can definitely connect that's what it is. <laughs> I am very, very, very slow individual. <laughs> Confused by these, these sounds. Yeah, this, what am I this, hearing? These voices. What is, what is this? Um, it's rap. Did you just watch this video too? How I fucking weird, weird is the breakdown in the middle where he starts to fight a bull for like a minute? A ram, right? A ram. Oh, yeah. sorry. A ram. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't understand. I think someone's trying to be funny. I think. Yeah, the, it's uh, Hype Williams is, does the it was the video. Yeah. But Busta, I, I watched a few of his videos. It, it seemed to be like he he would start the video with a different song and then go into another song. Yeah, is that I normal? Know. That's weird too. But the bull, or sorry, the, the Ram fight was so yeah. weird. He's like, he like calls it's, out the Ram. Yeah. And then like looks at it and they butt heads twice, twice. and then the Ram falls down. And but he talks really, trash to the Ram. Yeah, but it takes like a minute. It is. It's right it's in the middle of the song. We're like really no weird. Yeah. Like what the fucker? Yeah. Who would watch this? It's the thing too. Is like I was watching a lot of like MTV during like Buster Rhymes' heyday. So like all of his like herky jerky, he gets his face to the camera, like all that stuff he does. Like I, that's what I think of when I like listen to music. It's like oh, it's kind of cheesy and lame. It's just like eh, it just feels like it just feels goofy to me. Yeah. Like and, and his voice is so distinct that super you, distinct that you, you, like, you can't. But like, I like that. I like it when people have different character. I oh, like I do, I don't mind it, but I just I had that in my head though of like. 
him just being this kind of like I just can't take him seriously. Like it's it's almost like a joke. Like kind of like the rant. Like I feel like that's just like his whole thing. That's it's, weird, but I don't think his music is a joke. I think his music is quite good. But like, but I, but I had the videos. You know what I mean? Like that's like in my in my head. Yeah. Like a lot of these songs I watch the videos for a lot because it's on during college or it's on in like my the late years in high school and we're all just kind of hanging out. Right. And, and it, you know his music. You know this is boy, like ninety six to like oh two is probably his peak, right? So like Probably, yeah. I'm going to parties or I'm go- we're all hanging out. MTV's just on, you know, like, and he's being weird and goofy. I said, I just, every time I hear it, I just think of like a Slim Jim commercial. Like, it's just like, it's just, he's a, all right, that's enough out of you. Stop bashing the song. It's good. I mean, it's enough out of me. Huh? You should definitely, uh, listen, I would recommend listening to this album. It's uh it's very good. Genesis. You start doing that with Jerry on his show. That's, that's enough of, that's enough of you. Uh, I think Jerry might have a different stature than uh, you have. Plus it's called the Jerry Callahan show. Not the, uh, this is not called the, uh, the Chris show it should be, um, <laughs> it should be, uh, Oh, so we're done with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah we can move on. Do you, uh, uh personal you story? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this kind of ties into a headline, if you will, in a way. Um, so, uh, this was the week on uh, Sunday of this week. So when the week starts the very mm. first day of our week, yep. uh, the Patriots, uh, clinched the super bowl. That's right. They beat the Steelers. Well, did and- they win the super bowl? We'll get there. Okay. Uh, so they clinched the uh, Brady's uh, first full season, and they uh, they clinch the Super Bowl. Uh, they get in uh, against the Rams. Um. So if you don't know who won, do you know who won yet? Yeah. So when you said clinch the Super Bowl, I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. Clinch uh, getting there. Okay. Me. They that won the AFC more. Championship. Yeah. Um. So uh. So uh, they beat the Steelers to to get in, and the Rams. I forget who the Rams play, but regardless. So uh, I'm in college at the time. Uh, I love to bet on sports mm. uh, and I was honestly, I was rooting. I hate the Patriots. I was rooting for the Patriots to beat the Steelers. Um, uh, cause I, I was going to, cause I knew the, I think the, I think the Rams game might've been first or the Rams are just such, such heavy favorites. I was like, are they going to, Oh yeah. And, and when that was the matchup, I was like, Oh my God, this is gold. So I basically went around my entire school and I was like, and this is, remember this is 2001, 2002, so, or 2002, I guess, like people didn't know like about point spreads unless you were like a degenerate gambler like me. Like no one, there weren't really sites you could go to at yeah. that time to like figure the shit so, out. So like, and it was all college kids who had never really been to casino. Like no one knew what these things were. So I'd be like, you want to bet on the game? And they're like, yeah, I'll take the Patriots. No point. Meanwhile, the Rams were double digit favorites. It was crazy. <laughs> Jesus. So I, stupid. I just went around. I just made bet. Now some kids were savvy and like, oh, I want to spread. And, um, but I, I, I think out of all, I think I made only one bet with someone that was like the astral spread. I think it was like 10 and a half. I, every other spread was like seven and a half lower. The majority of the bets I made were no, it was money on. What the fuck? Uh, it was great with no odds. Yeah. It was like, it was, so I had, there were, I, they, I had almost under, like just under a thousand dollars, which at the time I'm in college. I'm oh my God. It was, yeah, it's a lot. It might as well have been a hundred thousand dollars. It was a lot of money. Uh, and um, obviously, you know, we watched the game. Now the Super Bowl did not happen the week we're covering. It was because it's two weeks. Yep. Actually, it might have happened, right? Because it was that not the because uh, it might have been only one week of uh, of time. I forget. Remember the because nine eleven does they postponed? Yeah, they postponed. Yeah, a week. They, we lost a week. I would. So it might have been. Well, regardless. Yeah. Uh, so we're watching the Super Bowl. Of course, you know, in college we're in the dorm, so we all go down to like uh, my dorm wasn't very large. It's, I think it was maybe eighty kids at most probably close to the 60 uh and then obviously some kids aren't going to be interested in super bowl or aren't going to be around that sunday night whatever so there were maybe 40 of us down in the tv room so it was like a big screen tv yep. not obviously this is before it was like literally like one of those old school big screen <laughs> right. tvs right right and we're all you know watching it and uh it was awful 
Like, I'm sure it was. And at one point, though, you know, the, the, obviously the Patriots win the game against the Rams. Everyone knows that. Uh, but uh, it was it was a tie game. And there were like 30 seconds left. And I'm thinking, like, and the Patriots hit the ball. And John Madden says, they should just kneel and go to overtime. And I was praying for that because as long as the Rams just won the game, because of all matter. the money line yeah, bets, just... I, would, I, wouldn't ha- I would have made money. It wouldn't have been very much. But I certainly wouldn't have lost any. It would have been basically a push. Sure. But like, oh my God, if I get that, then I'm okay. Right. Of course, we all know Brady, you know, goes on the field. Like 30, and then Vinatieri takes the field, 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 field goal. Yep. Uh, he has that field goal. Like, my fucking stomach's fucking sank. I can imagine. Like, I, now I had the money, so I was able to go out and pay him, but like, it basically left me like broke for like months. Months. It took me like two months to have money again. Like, I was. So I was a big drinker in college uh, and I would drink screwdrivers a lot, which is vodka and orange juice. And uh, I used to always joke, you know, like in college, I'm like, things are going well if I have a Smirnoff bottle. Cause that was like the most expensive one that I could afford regularly. Sure. Um, but things were not good if I went and if I had granite vodka, uh, which <laughs> was like, bottle. which was like basically drinking antifreeze. It was awful. It really smelled like antifreeze uh, for those two months afterwards. I remember I can, I would go to the Concord liquor store and I would drinking quite a bit back then. So I was making several trips a week. And you go there and, you know, I would buy the biggest jug I could to save, to save money, obviously. But like you go there and I remember like, I would like pray, like, please, please, please. I hope Smirnoff is on sale. Cause the Smirnoff, it was like the bottle you I buy. You sort of justify it if it were close. Right. So let's say it was like, like half the size of granite vodka was the same price. I could be like, all right, I could, I can make yeah, it work. Yeah, yeah. But like, usually I think I want to say it was like $7.99 or something like that. But the granite vodka was always like $4.50. It was twice as big. It was like, oh, fuck, I guess I'll just get granite again. Like only one time that two-month period was able to get like, I just like, I splurged. I got the, I was so broke. I mean, I would just sit it. I was like, just, it got to a point where the orange, the, the orange is more expensive than the vodka. <laughs> like, I was more, I was, I was, you start just, getting the fucking like I would go minute so mate. light. I would go like triple shot quadruple shot and do like a splash of oj just so you can get it down you save, saving money because like, like it, was, it was so expensive it, it, oh my god dude it was you didn't get like the frozen tubes of uh of uh of <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't. well i had the college like room the the mini, i had the uh the mini free the mini fridge yeah the, the freezers you don't have any room in there um oh my god dude it was awful like i was so like it wiped me out and what like, is what does defeat taste like chris it tastes like granite <laughs> vodka it was I, like it was like uh, yeah i, I mean I, I remember what i feel like it happened yesterday i stood up like you know vintage getting ready to kick the ball and i'm sure everyone listening to this if you're uh, you know older you're like this was the greatest sports moment of my life oh yeah this was the first time the patriots had won i'm sure you had yeah, a, yeah. Uh, a whole different experience but for me it was it was soul crushing and like he kicks it and, it, and like just the way the whole game went. Like, I really, I remember going down. I was so cocky. I'm like, oh, Rams yeah, like, going to win by 40. This shouldn't even be close. You fucking idiots. I'm going to make so much money. Yeah. And like, you know, by halftime, like, fuck, this is bad. And then, yeah, it was just so low scoring. Like, the Peters defense yeah. showed up to play that game. And then, yeah, Vinatieri, like, lined up for that kick. I mean, I remember standing up and it sunk. And then, like, I had all of these college girls, like, laughing in my face. Like, because <laughs> like, they don't really know. Like, they don't, like... They, they 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 probably bet like five bucks or ten bucks with me on the game, whatever. So they were all happy they won ten bucks, and they don't understand the pain of what it's like to really lose a real bet. Right. So they were just like, "Oh, Chris, you you lost!" Ha-ha. And they're all like, "Laugh!" And I'm just like, my, my my face goes white. I mean, I just lost all the money I had. Basically, like it was awful. Like, You're a great loser anyway. I mean, you just love to lose. I don't. No, I I I I went like I didn't. I was like, "All right." I think I said like, "All right," and I went upstairs. And I just like closed my door and I just like pounded drinks till I passed out. 
Like I was just like, <laughs> I couldn't believe what just happened. Like I was just like, I remember waking up the next day. Like, was that a dream? Like, there's no way the Patriots beat the Rams, right? Like, I just, I, I still, I honestly, there's a part of me that still hasn't quite gotten like over it. Like, I still don't understand. Because remember, you know, if you're young, you're probably like, what are you, are you crazy? The Patriots, Patriots are the best team ever. You got to remember, it was not like that. The no, Rams were no, coming no, off no, a no. Super Bowl win a couple yes. of years earlier. Uh, huge offense. I mean, I mean, just unbelievable. Just crazy. Like, you know, for its time was this like record breaking yeah. offense. Like everyone picked the Rams, like other yeah. than like local people or people trying to, no, be, we thought it was going to be the bears again from 86. We thought it was just right. going to be another blowout, another with blowout. A gigantic team. And it did it. Yeah, it was, it was shocking. I mean, you had this guy, Tom Brady and, and everyone knows the story, but like, you know, week two, you know, Bledsoe gets, you know, his spleen ripped in half by Mo Lewis and the Jets. And like, they're 0-2. I think I made a bet with someone that week. The Patriots won't win a game the rest of the year. I made like a $10 bet. I had, you know, obviously then I yeah. pay up a couple weeks later. But like, it was like, I think we made like 10 to 1 odds. I'm like, what do you say? Like, Peters don't win a game the rest of the year or something like that. It was, it was they were that, because they were coming off like a 5 and 11 season. Yeah. And then you just lost to Bledsoe. Was Belichick's second year? Yeah. Yeah, right. And Bledsoe was like the only, what we thought, you know, what a lot of people thought was the only good part of the team. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, people didn't understand how good, you know, like a Richard Seymour was or right. some of these other defensive guys were. But, uh, or, you know, obviously Belichick coached his ass off, you know, especially that year was really incredible, the job he did. I hate Belichick, but oh, he's awesome. you, you got to yeah. respect yeah. that year. Especially that year is unbelievable. Like, it really what, was. What he did. And then Brady, and then you got to respect, like, you know, Brady basically getting thrown to the wolves and um, the one man who could really live up to that. I mean, I mean, just, yeah. like that team, I, I can't imagine up how like the Patriots were like this team, like looked on the way down because, you know, Bledsoe got him the Super Bowl and then, yep. you know, and then, you know, Parcells leaves and even Pete Carroll leaves. Belichick comes in. He's a, you know, loser the Browns and like, you know, the first year they go five and 11 people were like, people were calling for Belichick's head. Yeah. And like, they're like, get this guy out of here. Like, and I, I, I still can't believe I lost like, I'm sure Peter Trans are laughing right now, but I, I'm still in shock. It, I it was I lost a thousand dollars on one game, one handed blackjack uh, a couple years later when I was also broke, like oh. idiots. Uh, I I drew like a I drew like a fifteen. Dealer oh. throws like a twenty up, and I was just like, it's like, like I wasn't even in the game. And it's just like it's no. gone. And it's like oh, uh, those two losses were the worst losses like I've ever had. Oh, and neither time did I really had the money to be able to do that either. It was so stupid. Brutal. I've never, I've never lost anything like that. Not like that. Awful. Like, you know, and to like, you know, if you have, you have big wins too, like you have, you know, times when you walk out of Atlanta city or Vegas and you're up, you're up a thousand or whatever, but like, it sucks. Like the times I've had those moments were times when I've had more money. Like, I feel like the times I've had these really horrible crushing losses when I didn't have any money at all. And I probably should, shouldn't have been betting at all. But like, yeah. and it's like, but like when I hurt you the most, like, well, cause the turnaround would have been so sweet. I mean, if you yeah. did win, it would have been like, he yeah. had like, I walked out of Atlantic city one time. I was like 33. I was working in New York. I was making pretty good money and I walked out like four grand, like on yeah. profit. I was like, Oh, it's great. And, um, but like, it was great. And it was nice. I bought some nice stuff. It was cool, but it didn't mean anywhere. Like, I went on an extra much. vacation, like big deal. Like the Patriots losing. And then when I lost the other hand in blackjack, that like ruined me for months. <laughs> Like, like it destroyed me for months. Like it drove me to like major alcohol issue. Like I drank like, cause I, I couldn't afford to go out. Yeah. So I would just like, I'd go to the dining hall and I would come back and I would just get fucked up. And remember it's like winter. There's nothing to spend. Oh yeah. You're not going out anywhere. There's nothing, but like, there's nothing to like do. Like, no. and I would just get like, just no. get destroyed. 
And then we'll talk about it if we ever cover this spring, but like three months later, I get thrown out of the dorm for drinking. Right. Like I, I thought just, we did talk about that. Maybe not. We'll go into greater detail. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like if we ever cover this spring of this year, but like, yeah, and it was, but I lied. It was tied back to this loss. <laughs> it was devastating. Oh, that was a bad one. That is rough. Um, headlines. Good Let's times. Uh, yep. It was not good time. No, uh, it was good times for you. You probably had a great time. I really liked that Super Bowl. That was a good one. <sighs> January 29th. Uh, George Bush has a state of the union. He says that securing the U.S. is his top priority. Remember, this is a few months after 9-11, of sure. course. Uh, this was the speech where he calls Iraq, Iran, and North Korea the axis of evil. That's the one. And this is really where everything changed. This is when, in my opinion, this is when it became less about, you know, what revenge for 9-11 or getting, you know, or even finding the culprits for, uh, 9/11. right. Yeah. It became more like, all right, we're policing the world or yeah. we're going to now it's now becomes like a, a war against yeah, this, this is this an region. opportunity for us to right. And, um, and then like two days later, uh, Bush sees big rise in military budget. He said that by 2007, the military budget would be $451 billion. Oh, it's way more than that. It's going to be over a trillion now. Uh, it's, I don't think it is quite yet, but okay. So he said, and this was this was front page above the fold, New York Times, huge banner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bush sees rise in military budget. He said by 2007, it's going to be 451 million billion. And people couldn't believe it. Yeah. And when 2007 actually happened, it was 699 billion. Jesus Christ. I, I don't know if it's a trillion. It might be a trillion I think now. It's a trillion now. Yeah. But yeah, but 699 billion. And, and he said it'd be 451. That's, that's and now it's astronomical. Up. That's fucked up. Like everything just got so. That's fucked up. Like I, my tat, like I'm paying. Like, I, I don't just give me my money. I don't give it. Give it. Give me my money back. Like, I don't want to pay for that shit. My thing is. Okay. So in 2001, you're saying by 2007, it's going to be that. But like, my whole thing is like, wasn't this just about trying to go get bin Laden? Like, why would, why are we playing for 2007? Oh, I mean, you've got, you yeah, know, I mean, I know why, yeah, right, right. but like, but the thing, yeah. and you know, if you're a younger person listening, you're probably like, well, yeah. Why weren't people asking that question? It's like, well, you got to understand if you fought back, you looked unpatriotic. You really did. Ah, uh, but you know, <laughs> at that moment in time, but you got the corporate media too in the bag of the government. They're just mimicking, you know, they're just giving the, they're, yeah, they're just telling what the fucking state is telling them to say. So it, it, there was a lot of bad shit. It was hard because we didn't have social, it was hard to see any counter arguments because we didn't have social media at the time. That's the problem. Like at the, at the time we would, we would have seen people back, we would have seen some backlash, but we just saw the paper and, and, and news on TV. And they were all mimicking parroting the same shit from the government. So it was hard to see any different. That's true. I mean, yeah. Social media has, I guess it's, it's goods and bads. Uh, yeah. At least you get to see other voices yeah. where you couldn't really at the time, unless you subscribed to some sort of publication like reason magazine or, you or like chat rooms and stuff, but like, it's not going to be power the same, influence. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't amplify. Um, also what's happening this entire week. The Enron scandal was coming to light. Oh, right. Uh, they went filed for bankruptcy two months earlier in December of 2001. Uh, and basically what happens is uh, Enron used bad accounting practices. What they would do is they would put uh, potential future profits on ledgers, assuming they like already happened. Yeah. Uh, to kind of bo- uh, bo- bolster up their stock and bolster up their, um, you know, uh, to make them look more powerful. Right. And, the, and to, they did a lot of like energy trading, things like that. Uh, and um, this is like when it all was like falling apart. Yep. You, you know, even you read the articles of this week, and it, people still didn't understand the scope of what was. You know, I know people like lost their pensions. Things got really fucked up. Um, they were using money they shouldn't be using in, yep. in weird ways. They also were saying they had they had money they didn't have, and um, it uh, it didn't hit us in New England as hard because it was more in like the West Texas area uh, or in the West yep. slash Texas area. 
Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it was just it's I mean, all over the place. It was all yeah. over the place, and you know, obviously Kenneth Lay is a, a yeah. you know big villain now. You know, but even uh, one of the guys uh, a week earlier committed suicide. That's right. Um, one of the, the, the one of the main guys involved, only forty two, and he um, like I'm checking week, out week before this one is when he. Yeah. So you can see how it was like all over. You know, and you know, it was just every day there was on front page there was at least some mention of Enron uh, the entire week. But the Bush stuff, though, I would say the State of Union and then the military well, makes stuff sense. Yeah, really monopolized the week. You yeah. know, it was different. I know we covered a week, uh, right, Close like to, a month uh, after nine eleven, right? And that was different. That was a more like sad. Yeah, it wasn't aggressive. It was somber. No, We're picking up the pieces. More, it's right. united. It's not. It's yes. not. We're going to go out and and uh, start bombing people. And it was definitely like you no. Know, it was like it was some of that, but like, hey, we're going to like we're going to go like after the guys that did this. Yeah. And this feels more like a call to arms against a region. Like there wasn't a lot of mention of like Bin Laden, for instance. Was, like I said, no. axis of evil. Yep. It becomes about countries and not this bad guy. Like it, it, the whole tone. It's wild. Like because like I said we did October, whatever, and this is only January, February. The whole tone changed. Yeah, and it's like wow. Like I see such a huge split, and this became the tone for the next few years. And you know, you know, really set the beginning of the century in place. And repercussions continue to reverberate. Still there, they do. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's still, still shit going on. It's it's, it's it's incredibly tragic. It's very sad. Very sad. Um, what's not sad? How about that transition, right? Oh, unbelievable, right? Yeah, I'm you're best you're, in the you're a master at this. Best in the business. Well, uh, or not really. Uh, we are back uh, tomorrow. Black Hawk Down. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, next week uh, we're back with uh, a Bronx Tale and then Demolition Man. So um, all good stuff with a special guest. Special guest you have to do. Uh, uh, will be joining us uh, next week. So uh, I guess talk to you guys then. Anything else? That's it. No, I think that's it. All right. Bye.